0: Hey, thanks for joining Sales with Suli, a mom of three who spent the last 12 summers knocking doors. Welcome to my podcast where I talk about all things women, the ups and downs of my journey and what it takes to find success on and off the doors. Enjoy this episode. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of Sales with Suli. Um, I'm pumped. (laughs) Um, This person that I have on today's uh, show is just she's so fascinating. And I look up to her in so many different ways. And it's just fun to be able to say that you have someone on the show that you look up to. Um, But The reason that I have Heidi is her name here um, on today's show, I'm just looking back um, at the space. In in door-to-door, we're just super predominantly uh, male-ran in this space. We live in a society where moms are supposed to be the caretakers. Moms are supposed to be the ones cooking and cleaning and doing all the fun things, which I love the women who enjoy that. Like, I am not going to not validate those women who enjoy being present and being at home and enjoying some of those things because my husband absolutely enjoys what he does. Um, But in our society, it's super common to where it's like, okay. Oh, you're the one who's working? Oh, he's the one that's at home with kids. And today, like with Heidi, I kind of want to address that. Like, I want to talk about normalizing. (laughs) It doesn't matter who's who and doing what and the type of relationship or field or industry or whatever it is. If it fits for you if it fits for your family, if it fits for um, um, just for you specifically, and it's okay, take it and own it. Um, But Heidi is a freaking like boss babe. Like I feel like she is a cool version of me. Um, But in a completely different industry, she like just slays it in real estate and just slays it in in a lot of aspects of her life. And I just kind of want Heidi to introduce herself. Just tell us a little bit about you, like how you got to where you are in your career, um, what you do and how you met the hubby and, and, and all the goods like I want you to share your story.
1: Okay. Well, first off, thank you. And I'm not the cool version of you. You're just as cool. <laughs> um, I absolutely adore you. Um, and I totally agree with you. I think that um, you have to do what works for you. Yeah. And I knew from the time that I was, you know, in sixth grade that I wanted to be a millionaire. And I uh, I think that, you know, I... Um, was kind of rebellious as a teenager, as many of us were. <laughs> and I ended up getting pregnant when I was 19. Mm-hmm. And um, I think a lot of people, you know, when when people get pregnant when they're 19, they count them out, right? Oh, you're a single mom yep. at 19. Yep. And I was determined to still do what I was planning on doing. I was still going to be a millionaire. I was still going to do what I wanted to do. Did you know what you wanted to do at that time, or you just knew that you were going
0: to be a millionaire and whatever? I didn't know how
1: I was going to be a millionaire. I just knew I was going to be a millionaire. And so um, I actually moved from California to Utah so I could focus on my baby. And I didn't know anyone in Utah except for my family. Wow. Um, But I wanted to be able to focus on my baby and, like, get a a career and really make sure that I still met my goals Um, I knew if I stayed in California, I'd be tempted to still like party or, um, you know, hang out with friends and not fully focus on a career and my baby. You knew your weaknesses and you were like, I need to leave from that. Right. I love that. And so I, um, left from California and moved to Utah and didn't know anyone and just did that. I focused on my baby and I focused on my career and, Um, I got a job in Utah in staffing and I worked my way up. I started as a temp assistant, um, filling in for someone and worked my way up to the point that I opened my own company. Um, and then I just exited And sold my part of that company um, two weeks ago. I didn't know. So this company that you sold
0: was the one that you had started at the very bottom from, like, way back when? No.
1: So I started at the bottom of a billion-dollar, very large company. Okay. And then uh, left that company. And I started um, for another company that was somebody else's company. And then...
0: In staffing. uh Uh-huh. Still in
1: staffing. And then in 2015, opened my own. With so a you partner. like
0: going, you watch, you make your way up, and you're like, I can do that. Yeah. And <laughs> you leave, and you yeah. go and duplicate
1: it. Yeah, and and really that's, you know, wow. you know you have to like, when you're determined to be a millionaire, you know you have to open your own company at one point. Yeah. Um, You know you have to like do your own thing, but I also had to learn the ropes along the way and yeah. figure out how how people are doing these things. Um, and so, um, yeah, so, and then uh, uh, along the way I was investing in real estate on the side, um, took a lot of classes and started investing in real estate when I was 22. Um, we bought our first rental and, um, and actually our first rental was really more for my husband. Um, he always wanted to have run a rental. Yeah. And of course you know, my husband was content with one because he's, like, <laughs> my husband's one of those people that, like, you know, is content with, like, trying something. Yeah. And I don't just try things. Like, I'm 110% or zero. Yeah, I'm <laughs> telling you, he and Walter would be best. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, I think, why, like, our marriage works. Yep. And why your marriage works. Yep. We're go-big- or-go-home yep. girls, and they're, you know, content to, like, try things yeah and they're okay with that right and and I think that that's what's important in life is um knowing yourself and having that self-awareness and being okay with not expecting the other person to be the same as you yes um you know if I expected him to be 110 percent like me it it would never work um but it would also never work if we were both 110 (laughs) percent people
0: have you dated someone who was like you
1: um no.
0: Okay. Well I have and have that you. shit would suck.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like we're both that would trying. It's a to- very
0: intense relationship. Y- yes. And so I'm looking at the type of women in this space who do wanna be um amazing, who do wanna be CEOs, who do wanna like run businesses and typically it's gonna work if you found someone who's completely opposite of
1: you. Yeah. I feel like I I'll speak for myself. I feel like I need that personally to like balance me out, because I tend to work myself to a point that, like, I literally can't go anymore, and I get to a point where, like, I can't get up, and I can't, like... like I have to spend the day on the couch doing absolutely nothing because I'm just so exhausted. Yes
0: I can definitely (laughs) relate like Walter's just like isn't this you guys week off and you're literally okay emotional mastermind then you come like you have all these things set up for Friday then you're flying back to like Saturday to do like XYZ I'm like Mm -hmm. people on that level who just have dreams that are we just get it Yeah, and it's okay.
1: Well it's so hard because it's like you know I, I get to that point where i'm exhausted and then like say the next day is sunday and i'm like okay i think i should start a company like (laughs) i have free time i should start a company doing this and do this and my husband's like you couldn't even function yesterday. And I'm like, yeah, but I have free time today.
0: Like, <laughs> like I had rest that I needed. Like I, I, I have a few not-
1: spare hours. I should fill them up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love that. I want to talk about um, how did you and your husband like get to the point where you guys like navigated because there are women in the door to door space in, in every space, like real estate everywhere where um, exactly like what you said, like we Are high achievers like we just want to go out and do things like what were some like conversations or some things that you felt like you and your husband had to be on the same page on so that you didn't feel like um you know we were being demeaning of the person who is at home enjoying the things that they're doing while at the same time it's like hey we're gonna be running and sprinting like this direction like what were some of your things that you guys had to do
1: yeah so that's actually been um we had to learn and grow a lot in, in that aspect yeah. um, because, you know, for a very long time, my husband did work. Um, he was military for 18 oh, yeah. years. Yeah. Um, and so he worked till about four or five years ago. And um, when it transitioned to where he wasn't making money, there was a period where, um, it, you know, he he would often refer to it as my money and it was always our money like yeah. we have a shared bank account yeah. like and um and i would always be like no it's our money yeah. and he's like no i'm not working like and then um and and we did get a little period of like resentment where like you know he would you know get mad that i was like working so much and i would just be like you're so ungrateful like you're driving like mercedes cars like you're so ungrateful. And so we did go through a period yeah. where it was like, hey, like...
0: We need to reevaluate. We need to
1: reevaluate this and, like, figure this out. And I think what we had to do was take a step back and say, like, hey, this is, like, the point that we always wanted to get to. Yeah. We always wanted to get to a point where, like, I was working and you were not working. And, mm-hmm. and when we really, like got to a point where we settled into it, um, it worked, and we became very grateful that we were able to be in that position and able to, um, you know, he is military, he has PTSD, like, able to get him in a place where yeah. he didn't have to be out in the world and... Um, you know, around people all the time. And when we were able to, like, really sit down and talk about it and say, like, hey, this is a good thing. Like, we need to stop kind of like the tit-for-tat mentality yeah, and um, appreciate what we have. And here's why I'm feeling like you're ungrateful. Here's where, you know, you're feeling like it's my money. And we just sat down and talked about it and, and got to a place of gratitude instead of a place of, like, me, 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 and this is how I'm feeling. Instead, I was trying to focus on how he was feeling and he was focusing on how I I was was feeling. Um, That seems to work so much better for us when we try and focus on how the other person is feeling. So
0: you guys got to a point where you guys were like, hey, like we have what we wanted and you guys were just having like these deep conversations about like, hey, this is what's gonna happen next. Yeah. So and you guys both agreed on like, hey, like this brings you joy. Like this Yeah, this is what we wanted. Yeah. 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 And and we were both like okay with it. Like what are some ways or like some things that you feel like you do? And you had shared this the other day is why I want you to um, share it here. Um, what are some ways that you are validating him as the you know being at home majority of the time with like his kid, not his kids, with your guys' <laughs> I call Walter. I say they're Walter's kids all the time. So I just got to be saying <laughs> it with you. But with your guys' um, um children, like what are some ways that you know if we're if the the sole provider is the one that's not at home frequently, like what are some ways and some tools that we can validate them and show them that um, we're appreciative.
1: Yeah, so um, I think what you're talking about is when, like, when I'm away, um, you know, we're away and we're experiencing things that we're so excited about. And we're at these masterminds with like-minded people that are high, high achievers and amazing entrepreneurs super successful people and it's um i have the chills just talking I know. about it you know it's so amazing to be in that energy and that headspace and i just absolutely you know am so excited when i am you I'm probably already thought of
0: like six businesses since it's we last right left and start. it's
1: so fun um but then i come home and i'm you know on on this high yeah. and uh ranting and raving and telling my husband how cool it is and and of course, you know, for him, it's—I um, don't want to say unnerving, but it—he's not on that high. Yep. You know, he's been in the same um, house with yeah. the same kids at yeah. the same energy level that I left. Yeah. And um, and so for him, it's kind of like, okay, well, like he's just not on the same wavelength. Yeah. And um, and I think at some level, there's a little bit of. Uh, jealousy and and some resentment that like okay you went off and had fun and I'm here taking care of the kids yeah um and so for for a while it was kind of like uh it would create some resentment in the beginning and we learned that when I would come back I really needed to show gratitude and make sure he understood like you know I'm so appreciative of you for everything you do. Yeah. And that allows me to come and experience these highs and yeah. do what I love to do. And I am allowed to do what I love to do because you do so much around the house and you take care of the kids and you make sure that the home front is where it needs to be. Yeah, And yes, you don't want to go experience these, yeah. you know, entrepreneur masterminds. But yeah. like, thank you so much for what you do, and I love you. And um, validating them, yeah just just making sure that they know, like, I'm not coming home like, you know, forgetting everything you do or forgetting yeah. that. You doing what you do enables me to do what I just did yeah and I think that that's
0: huge like in the space where okay maybe roles might be um, roles might be reversed is just the simple notion of like yeah that's okay but making sure that we are continuing to show gratitude for the other person and, and not mm-hmm. it doesn't matter whether they are going to be the ones at home but I also feel like the ones at home um, do a good job at like validating those who those of us who are often those who aren't like take the time to validate them. One thing that really stood out to me that one of our friends had said there at the mastermind Jerry, um, men just want to be respected. It doesn't matter who makes what money. It doesn't matter like who does X Y Z. They simply want to be respected. And I look at my husband. It's 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 the same concept. Like he enjoys what he does. <laughs> he enjoys walks at the park. He, he enjoys for hours at a time taking them to, to X, Y, Z. And although I enjoy more of this and the entrepreneur and doing that, making sure that I come home and still showing that respect of like, holy cow, I appreciate for you for what you do. And so I just love hearing and meeting other women who are just going through similar things because in the door-to-door space, there are women who want to be badasses. There are women who, who are the um, who are the breadwinners. And I feel like sometimes we we get a little bit of guilt. And so what I want to um, move into with you, like, what are some like tips or like, what are some advice that you would be giving to women who have all these goals and dreams, but they're just getting into these setbacks? Or they're just like, Oh, well, you know, maybe my husband's holding me back or my brother, mom, friend, or whoever, like what tips and advice would you give to someone who, in your case, you knew in sixth grade that you want to be a millionaire? Mm-hmm. I'm sure every single person who's listening to this episode is like, yeah, I'm, I, I want to be a millionaire. Like, what were some things that you felt like that you had to just do in your life and knew that it was just a non-negotiable, that you were going to hit your goals, that you were going to be the Heidi that you are right now?
1: Um, so I think there's a few factors there. Um. One is uh, I was very, very disciplined. Um, I think that, you know, the easiest way I can explain it is um, relating it to a diet. Um, If you want something, you have to do what you are. You have to do what you have to do today to get what you want six months from now. And it can't be
0: for two seconds, for right. one hour. Right, you have
1: to be consistent. So I consistently worked my ass off. I was working 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. for, you know, 16 years. Not Maybe maybe not the full 16, but like <laughs> it felt- at least 10 years. Wow. Um, I was working my ass off. And anyone, you can ask anyone, I like... Anyone that worked with me would say I don't know anyone that works harder than Heidi. I love it. Um, so definitely, like that's a theme in our house: be the hardest worker in the room. Um, and I think um, I I didn't ever make an excuse for like why I couldn't get something. I found a way to get to it. Get it. Um, if there was an obstacle in my way, I wouldn't let there be a problem I would find a way around the problem yeah. and figure out a way to make it happen
0: yeah I feel like high achievers especially like you like you're always coming to the table with a solution yeah with a business with something you're hardly showing up with an excuse there
1: was a joke that I would Heidi McNulty my way through it <laughs> like <laughs> like if their last name is, is how do you say it McNulty McNulty <laughs> So like if there's was an issue, it was like she'll Heidi Mcnulty <laughs> her way through it, like, <laughs> and and I will like I, I don't let things hold me back. Like I will find a way through it, and I don't I don't ever know how. I don't you know I don't know like what I'm gonna do ahead of time, but I will find a way to like get where I want to go, and I will go there. Um, I think um, the third thing is uh, sacrificing things today. Um, so there was like a lot of sacrifices that I made to get where I wanted to go. Um, and I think that to, you know, even as far as financial sacrifices, like there was a lot of things, you know, my family would go to Lagoon. We wouldn't go because it wasn't part of our budget Yeah, and we were investing and we had a very, tight budget so that we could invest as much as as possible. possible. And um, I think that even things like that, you know, if you live on a set budget so that you can invest young, it's going to pay off. It's just like a diet. If you, you know, live by a strict diet, you're going to have a super fit body (laughs) six months from now. If you invest young, you're going to have a pretty – good bank account yeah good. <laughs> you're gonna have a good investment portfolio 10 years from now yeah and so I understood the concept of discipline and going without now or working hard now for it to pay off 10 years from now
0: I it is legitimately a common theme in any successful person that I have met or have like interviewed, the biggest thing is going to be consistency and discipline. Mm-hmm. And you are definitely yeah. the epitome of those simple things at nineteen, having a kid, well, sixth grade basically telling yourself that you were going to be a millionaire having a kid at 19, not making excuses, getting away from the environment that you knew that you didn't need to be in, uh, then getting married, getting on the same page and wavelength as him, and then now opening like multiple businesses. So tell us about like um, I want to know your net worth. I want to know what business that you uh, just closed because um, I feel like in the space that I'm in, a lot of us women shy away from it. Like I had just interviewed – um someone and um she was like oh I'm too shy to um say like what I charge and I'm like that's a part of like us doing the work on us as as women is like why can men say it and own it and love it and be okay with it yeah (laughs) and we can't like this is my price this is what I cost yeah (laughs) And, and I'm like I want women in this space to be okay talking about like I can be there. Like, yes, I can 10x my income. Like, yes, I can go and make billions. Yes, I can do um, all these things. And you're just an awesome example of where you started to where you are now. And so, um, yes, I want to know your net worth. I want to know like what you're what you're doing now and what's your next move.
1: So right now, my net worth is between 12 and 13 million. I freaking love it. Um, and I am a weirdo <laughs> and every time that I um, hit different metrics, I always look up um, like how many people are in that, that metric Yes and there are only 50,000 women that have a net worth of over 10 million
0: holy cow, only
1: 50,000.
0: Yeah. (laughs) On the planet, And um, Heidi is only 35. Yeah. So Heidi is only 35 net worth of 12 million. And only 50,000 women on this planet can relate to her.
1: (laughs) So my goal, it's so weird, though, because it's like, I don't feel like I'm like, rich or anything. Like I, I don't that's and that's like what rich people say. Live, Yeah, And maybe it's because we live on such a tight budget. Like we're still, you know, like we still live on a budget. We still that's like why we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> we still like don't spend money. my kids still ask for stuff and I'm like, nope, that's not in our budget. Yeah. Like they still ask to buy stuff on like apps and I'm like, No, we're not spending money on that. Like, my- I work too hard for my money. I'm not buying you that. Like <laughs> you know, so I, love I don't you. know, like I think that, but I think that's why we, you know... Why we have Why we are where we is are. because we don't blow yeah. it, you know? Even like yesterday. Like, people spend money on Candy Crush. They, I would never in my life <laughs> spend a penny on Candy
0: Crush. That was Walter, and I almost divorced him when I saw the fuss and bill on T-Mobile. <laughs> I'm like, you spent this on freaking Candy Crush? I would die. I'm like, who the hell does that? <laughs> like, I would die. He's like, well, I needed lives to get to. Wait oh, tomorrow. The lives are free don't <laughs> i world. would die but anyways no i love it. i'm just thinking about like yesterday when we're like hey we're gonna go to vegas and you're like shopping at flights to like find like a
1: oh it's 89 bucks oh like yeah i'm just like i, I love am like, you so dude, much. i am the most frugal flyer like i fly for like 65 bucks like i fly frontier all the time and everyone's like frontier and i'm like yeah dude it's cheap and they're like I've never flown first class. Like I refuse to pay that. I'm just gonna go for free, and I'll meet you there. I know. I refuse to pay that much. Like I work way too hard for my money. I'm. I love you so much. I will say the there's a few things we splurge on, like we'll splurge on vacations, like same on like the all inclusive resorts. We'll splurge on and cars. We have nice cars. Um, I haven't
0: gotten there yet. I still don't like cars.
1: Yeah, but it's because I grew up and my mom's cars were always breaking down. So I have this like paranoia of my car breaking down and being stuck on the side of the road. So I like have to have nice cars. Like if the battery dies on a car, I'm like, oh my God, I need a new car. Like <laughs> She's like, we're not going to take it to the mechanic. We're not going to worry about the warranties. Let's just get I a cannot, new car. I have to have a new car. Like I cannot be broken down on the side of the road. <laughs> it's like trauma. I'm going to
0: introduce you to triple A. <laughs> <laughs> I after this day. I cannot um but no i i I love just the energy and the vibrations that you bring, and i I want more women to like love it and own the simple fact that they're just a boss babe, and yeah. that just means like being around other like minded people if you're in an environment or in a circle where. People are going to be telling you, no, you can't be a millionaire. No, you can't make 500 grand. You absolutely no, you can't. can. Yes. <laughs> like, you've got to be able to move mountains to get there. Um, but again, just like your simple story of where you've been to where you are now, like, I am super excited to see what you do over the next 10 years, yeah. um, for sure. But what I do want to have you do um, before we uh, get off I know that you had shared like some tips on, on basically what it was that you needed to do to get to becoming a millionaire. But if there is one piece of advice for, some, for, for a woman who's just out there struggling, for a woman who is just questioning whether um, this is for her, whether she can get to the next level, um, whether she's good enough, whether um, she can achieve her goals and her dreams, like what piece of advice would you give a struggling woman right now who ultimately wants to be in our position one day?
1: So I think that that's a two fold question <laughs> because I think there's two parts to that. One, you have to know that you're enough. Yeah. Um and so there's a practice that I do with um my son and his friends when they're not feeling like they're enough. And I actually learned it from my mental coach. So whenever you're not feeling enough or whenever you're depressed or whenever you're. You and know, just down. FYI.
0: So she just said that she has a mental coach, like successful people, millionaires, like all the, any type of coaches that we can get who specializes in something that we need. Like, I just wanted to make sure that I pointed that out that, yeah. <laughs> you know, Heidi, you know, someone super successful is like, yes, this is something that I need. That's helping me. Oh, it's And absolutely. now you're using it with your kids.
1: Yeah. It's absolutely the best thing I did. Um, I've been with him for about three years now. Wow. And he's amazing. Um, he r- basically redirects my mind to positive thinking. Um, we talk once a week and anything that I, anytime I'm struggling with something or, uh, you know, maybe not even struggling, but going through a negotiation or a conversation or whatever I'm going through that week. We talk through it and he directs me to coming from a place of love and coming from a place of positivity and coming from a place of abundance and keeping me on a positive um, mindset and making sure that I'm, you know, a positive light in the world and not coming from a place of lack and not coming from a place of fear or um, anything like that. So... One of the practices that he taught me that I do with my son and his friends often is um, whenever you're not feeling enough, um, listing 10 things about yourself that you love that isn't, you know, an extracurricular activity you do or things like that, just traits about yourself. Yeah. I'm funny. I'm kind. I'm, you know, listing 10 things about yourself that, that you love and... A lot of the times, it's really hard. And at first, you're just like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't like myself right now. But when you get to, like, number five and six and seven, you start to feel better. Yeah. And it changes your attitude and your mindset, and it puts you in a better place. So if there's women out there, or even men, that aren't feeling enough, I would challenge you to do that practice even on a daily basis I love that. to where you realize that like you are enough just as you are. Yeah. Like you're enough and you're lovable and you're, you know, you're good enough and not even just enough, right? Like you're great just as you are. Yeah. And all the extra stuff, you know, with my son, I go through this practice, the karate, the bodybuilding, <laughs> the straight A's, all of that stuff is just added. Yeah. It's added Extra awesomeness, yeah. but it's not necessary for us to love you. We love you as you are. I love that. And, um,
0: the part two of the loaded question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and then the part two, um, if they're wanting to be badasses, <laughs> we um, all want to
0: be badasses, right. Heidi.
1: <laughs> I would say, um, if they need an accountability partner, get an accountability partner. That's but good. I would say set a goal for what you want to be a badass in, and come up with a plan. Um, I really, really, really love. Um, oh my gosh! And the name of the book just blanked my mind. Um, there's a book. Um, I'm going to write it down. Why is it blanking my mind? That's so annoying. There's a book that's um, that really helps with setting goals. Um, and, and sticking to them. Um, and it is Atomic Habits. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I could not. (laughs) So, Atomic Habits, I would highly recommend reading it. Um, anytime I'm trying to set a new goal, I, like, go to Atomic Habits. And I have detailed notes from Atomic Habits. Um, but it is all about discipline and changing your habits your habits will determine your life. And if you want to be disciplined, you need good habits.
0: It's crazy how many successful people like say that, like all their little habits that they do on a regular basis just adds up to make such a big difference in our mm-hmm. life, like for sure.
1: And if you need help changing, <clears throat> really, if someone wants to be a badass and they're not already, like it's their <laughs> habits. Yeah. So atomic habits is a great way to change your habits. And then you can make the habits that you want to become who you wanna be. I love that. Because No, yeah, that anyone can do what they wanna do. They it, just have literally. to put their mind to
0: it. And not making excuses. Like yeah. it's just so common. Um, in a society that we live in just to make excuses. So totally. for those of you women out there in the space, you know, who are like, oh, you know, I'm basically in a relationship where I'm the, the breadwinner, it'll work out. Have those hard conversations and see what's really going to work out for you guys. For those of you women who feel like you guys aren't enough and you guys can achieve whatever it is that you guys want to, yes, we are here to say you absolutely freaking can for those of you who want to make the little changes from where you are right now to where you want to be, um, you know, three, four or five years from now, definitely take Heidi's advice and start with the book Atomic Habits. It's crazy the little steps that they're teaching you. It's called um, habit stacking, mm-hmm. the little things that you're doing on a regular basis that is just automatic every single day. And I can attest to the success that people are finding in their lives is going to start with the little tiny things that we are doing on a daily basis. And so for those of you women out there who are looking to invest, who are looking for tips, who are wanting to get into real estate, Heidi is your go-to badass. And so (laughs) I want her to be able to uh, leave your IG, um, and your, however we can reach out to you. So if someone is like, Hey, I really want to invest in something like, um, Heidi has several investments. I'm definitely going to be writing her a check here in a second. (laughs) After having the lawyers look at the contract, we're good. (laughs) um, But yes, for those of you women who are just wanting to make like little steps, like I love it, 22, you were already investing. There are so many 22-year-old women here in this space who have just by starting a little investment now, by the time you're freaking Heidi's age, you're going to look back and holy cow, I'm glad that I did. So Heidi, leave your... um, leave your information on how women can reach out to you.
1: Awesome. Sounds great. Oh, no. So you're going to oh. say it on it. Oh, So your, so your Instagram handle. No, oh, okay. your Instagram ha- so handle. So my Instagram person. handle is uh, at Heidi McNulty, just my name, uh, H-E-I-D-I-M-C-N-U-L-T-Y. And then your email if we want to get into any of your investments. And my email is HeidiMcNulty22 at gmail.com.
0: Okay. Those of you badass women or even you badass men who want to get into some real estate, go ahead and hit her up in her DM. But she's taken. So just hit her up for the <laughs> real estate. <Stop. laughs> um, again, I am super stoked for those of you women in the space. Like, thanks for being here. And again, the little things that are going to take us from um, where you are right now to five, 10 years from now when you're going to be a millionaire is definitely going to be those little habits. It's going to be the changes that you make today. I'll see you next week. Thanks for taking the time to tune in. If I've added any kind of value to your thoughts on knocking doors, please share this podcast with another female rep until next time. Know that you are capable, you are valued, and most importantly, you are enough.